All right. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Jamie, here with my dude, McDonald. What up, what up? Uh, two dope dudes, and we just going to kick it. Just talk about everything. We want your comments, your feedback, whatever you got, so that um, right. yo, so that yo, we can what's good, everybody? What's good, McDonald? What's popping? What's popping? I'm trying to see if I can get this shared on my page. All right. So everybody out there in uh, quarantine world can get a get a glimpse. Give me a second. Let me see if I can add this really quick, and um, we can go ahead and get started. Let's get down. All right. Here we go. Got a watch, right. watch party going. Yeah, yeah. So we live on Facebook. We live on YouTube. We live on uh, Raise Your Voice. And we live on McDonald's page. So my, my, my dude, man, how you doing with this cabin fever? <laughs> I tried to sneak out the house a few times, but I got caught. <laughs> Yo, man, it's nuts, man. I mean, man. So for people like me, real talk, this is cool because I'm an introvert. Right. So I love staying at home, man. So I'm I'm okay with that. I'm good with it too, but I think I like to do it on my own terms, right? Like I don't want to be forced to be, you know, to stay indoors. Um, but it's gotten real though. I'm on a few threads, man, and um a few people have been telling me people that they actually know have lost people um to the uh to the COVID nineteen, to coronavirus. So I think from that perspective, I'm just kind of like, yo, is it really worth, you know, going to the store to pick up this one item or or can I just do without it, right? Yeah, no, nah, man, it's it's for real. Cause like real talk is people not taking it as seriously as they need to. Like that's my problem. Like cats is out here and they um they they still I saw a picture of spring breakers in Miami grinding and twerking on each other. Yo, I, I was just about to tell you, I don't think Miami really cares. I'm from Miami and I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people still not taking it seriously though. I think it, it no one really takes it seriously until something happens where it hits close to home. But um, but yeah, but I, I think something has to happen for people to really know that this is real. I saw a few um, messages, a few people sent me some messages on Instagram and on Facebook about people like nurses that's working on the front line that really like see this stuff up, stuff up front. And I remember when it first started, people were saying like, you know, no black person got it. So we, you know, so we're home safe and we're good, right? But then I saw one nurse basically said she hadn't seen a person that's not of color yet that's coming to the hospital uh, for either treatment or someone that's died. Everybody that she's seen so far has been black. And I don't know how true that is, but even if, like, I'm not trying to take no chance. And it's wild because it's people our age too. Yeah, man. So like I had this conversation the other day and it's crazy you said that. And I was talking about how like coronavirus on top of all the other complications that not just humans have, but just black folk have. So you put coronavirus on top of hypertension, yeah. on top of high cholesterol, mm -hmm. on top of all of this, the, the, the stress and the trauma that we have living in um, black communities. And we don't have the infrastructure, man. It's a double whammy. Yo, People out there, uh, digi disciples, whatever you call yourself, stay <laughs> home, yo. There's enough Netflix movies to keep you entertained for for a good while. Yeah, it's a crazy new normal, man. Like I've I've been doing, um, you know, video conferences for work, and it's just weird to see my coworkers online as opposed to being in a room with them because we have meetings and it's usually in person. But 
um, for the next, I don't know, maybe month or so, this will probably be what we experience. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily mad at it. You know, I think that we've, we've here in the U S been kind of skating for a while, not really having to feel things that, you know, third world countries, even some regular countries have felt, you know, and I'm not saying that we deserve it. I'm just saying that this is a wake up call for real. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I see artists, man. What's good artists. Good to see you, dude. What's up, Theo? What's up, Carrie? Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie looking in the next room. What's up, Carrie? <laughs> artist, um, artist said, yo, he was like, man, we ain't going to take it serious here in Florida until our friends start dying. Nah. Uh, yeah, nah. I don't know about that. Like, I, even if if someone's like, you know, five people removed from me, five persons removed from me, I'm going to take it seriously. Like, that's because the numbers that I've seen so far is crazy. We've surpassed Italy. We've surpassed, and that's the cases that that we know of. That's not even, you know, the the numbers that have not even like the average person that hadn't gotten tested that may not feel any symptoms. That's not even counting that. So, my assumption is the numbers are much higher than that. Yeah, the numbers are gonna be high, man. It's, it's, once they keep doing more testing, and once people stop, you know, uh, if they start staying home and they keep going out. Because how they're talking about, man, this thing is just like, it's so potent. Like you could catch it. Like, so with a flu, you know, you could be in the presence of somebody with the flu, but with coronavirus, man. Yeah. Off, man. It lives on the surface. Thing is like a, it's, it's, it's own animal or something. And if you think about it, we're like really sociable people. Like where we, we we're touchy feely already. Right. So if the ways that it can be contracted, um, are true, then that means that up to this point before people even knew about it, like I think that there were like, was it Mardi Gras going on in New Orleans like not too long ago? You had concerts, you have church events, you have just everyday interaction with people. Can you imagine, I'm pretty sure the numbers are much wilder than, than they're being reported right now. And then yeah. on that, the, the not having a widespread enough tests to even give, and that brings me to another point, right? So my mm -hmm. wife and I were talking about this um, not too long ago about celebrities and all these famous people all of a sudden popping up saying, yo, I got tested and, you know, I'm either positive or I'm negative or whatever. But I'm thinking to myself, the average person hadn't been able to get tested. A lot of people like us have been turned away because, you know, I don't know, maybe they're reserved for the rich. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. But at the same time, though, like why is it that the average person doesn't have access to that? Yeah, you ain't no conspiracy theorist. That's a proven fact, yo. <laughs> yo, the more money you got, the more access, you know? So, you know, it's unfortunate, man. And, you know, it's, um, somebody brought it up, man. Our infrastructure and our healthcare system is really broken. Yeah. Um, to the point where, you know, the people that need to be tested can't be tested mm -hmm. um, like they need to. And it's, and it's sad, though, because, like, Man, the people that's, you know, we got the older people, the seniors that are vulnerable. Right. And then we got, like, the people in poor communities that don't have adequate hospitals, that don't have all the things that another zip code would have. You know, they're the ones that's going to fall victim to this. And I kind of go back to, like, the 46 minus one, you know, Agent Orange, our toddler in chief like <laughs> we didn't take it seriously when it was um, when 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 china sounded the alarm and yeah. now so we're seeing the byproduct of 
just what's happening and what's going on, man. And this, yo, man, it's real. I mean, it's really real. Like they were saying, like black people didn't take it seriously until we sh- until they shut down the NBA. That's <laughs> thing for real. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm curious about? Like how, like how long ago did they know that this was a thing? Mm. More than just, you know, um, actually seeing real impact as far as people dying from it. I want to know how long did the government know that this was really a, you know, a threat? Because if if they knew and they didn't say anything about it, and it's like they're being reactionary as opposed to being proactive, I think that a lot of lives could have been saved. Um, and I'm still even hearing about places like New York or or just every place. Like like I heard Michigan just finally got approved for like um, emergency funding for this and New York still don't have all the ventilator machines that they need. And we're not even in the healthcare space, so we don't really know what's really going on. So if you go in just to get tested or if you actually happen to get kept at the hospital or you get, uh, you become an inpatient, um, you know, person, then chances are you probably don't have access to the machines or the equipment that you need to be treated anyway. Yeah. You really getting checked in to kind of count your days, really. Yeah. I mean, um, Andrew, Dr. Brown, she just said as a personal care provider, she only got five tests. And that's crazy. And I can imagine she has much more patients than that. So right. he has to send a lot of people home. So you kind of got to go through, um, you know, is your temperature rising? Do you have trouble breathing? Right. And the other thing, too, that, that they said is that there are a lot of folk out there who don't have symptoms and walking around with it. Right. Right. Like, I think I saw a video from Idris Elba and he was saying, you know, he was on set shooting a movie and I guess he had come in contact with someone. Um, but even even when he went and got tested, just because he was notified that he was around someone that had the virus, he didn't have any symptoms. And he still was saying that he didn't have any symptoms until like way later on. So there's no telling, like, you know, people that were still traveling, people that were still out and about. There's like no telling like exactly what, what type of exposure all of us probably have. So somebody even said something wild that I heard that when this whole thing is over, that everyone will have some version of it. We'll have wow. some version of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. The scary thing about viruses too, man, is that they have the ability to morph into something else. Yeah. So, man, we don't even know what's down the road, bro. Like, I mean, I mean, man, I know that there have been other like uh, plagues or pandemics. Right. um, But I don't I haven't been alive to pretty much witness something like this. So I know AIDS, you know, AIDS has killed and is still killing more people than uh, coronavirus has. But cigarettes, too. Yeah, cigarettes. That's right. You know, but um, right. I've never I can't remember us or the government saying stay in your house because, you know, you can catch HIV or um, right. something like that. So I got a question, though. I got a question. This is probably for everybody out there. Like, have you ever gotten a flu shot? Nope. I'm black. Yo. I don't believe in um, <laughs> they trying to inject me with something. They right. always testing and putting stuff on black folk. I never got the flu shot. though. Yeah. I've gotten the flu before, but I've never gotten the shot, which is weird to me because I, I'm pretty sure. And again, this is the, the conspiracy theorist person in me that's thinking like, you know, you create a big of a of a of a threat or a, or a fear, and then big pharma comes out magically comes out with a with a shot 
that ends up being kind of the magic potion for it, right? And then everybody rush out to get it. Let's say it's, I don't know, $100 per person, even with insurance, right? Yeah. You multiply that by the number of people that will probably have exposure or they they say in order to prevent it, you need to get it. That's yeah. big business. Yeah, that's super big business, man. So, you know, and that's how the pharmaceuticals make their money, man. Pump out more of these vaccines, get people to take it. But I already know, man, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself as a black man and as being living in America and the history. You see, Artist Rollins began his flu shot, but he a big dude. But I be like, yo, man, I don't trust it. I don't believe it. They're going to kill me, man. <laughs> but I just, so I'm, I'm also a believer of this, man. So I believe in medicine. I think medicine is important. I believe, I believe in doctors. But I also believe that if you take care of yourself and you eat right and you just do certain things, you can prevent like a lot of stuff from falling upon you. Now, if something does happen, I'll be the first one. Like, yo, go down to the doctor. Go get checked to make sure you're okay. And on um, whatever medication your doctor recommends, you know, consider it um, it's for your health and for your life. Like, I can't really see a, I can't see a doctor um, giving people medication to kill them. Like, that does, that would be bad on your record. You got to also look at it from the pharmaceutical company's standpoint. They've been doing this much longer than we've been alive, right? So yeah. they're not incentivized to cure. There's no incentive to cure. If they had a cure, they'd be out of business, right? Yeah. So they don't have an incentive to put something out there that's necessarily going to get rid of any um, uh, any sickness per se. They have incentive to continue to like. That's why. That's why you don't ever see natural medicine being on the racks at the store. Exactly. You'll never. You'll never see that like widely spread. And that's why, like a doctor CB, you know, Sebi. Um, somebody like that that was pushing natural medicine, he wasn't too popular. Right, right. You know, so I don't think that there's a real incentive for people to really, um, for, for those companies to put stuff out there that's really gonna like, you know, get yeah. people healthy for real. Yeah, it's okay. like, yeah, it's like, it's like Raid coming up with a spray that kills all roaches. <laughs> <laughs> they just trying to, they just trying to flood the market in the projects. They not trying, we gonna kill yeah. some of the roaches, but if we kill nah. them, we put ourselves out of business. Hey, the stuff that they spray, man, the roaches come back like, <laughs> more like super thug. They <laughs> be fly, yo. I, I didn't know, man, roaches could fly, yo. I saw that when yeah. I was out here, I don't man. know about flying, but they definitely uh, move faster than they used to. <laughs> As big facts, yo. So, dude, yo, so you quarantined, we quarantined, everybody watching this is quarantined. What's on your playlist, yo? What do you, what do you, what do you, what's keeping you in the, in the midst of all of this? Man, you know what? I've been going back and forth. So I listened to a variety of music and, um, but, but before the quarantine hit, um, my man, I, I kind of knew about him. I heard their name um, for a while, but a, but, but a friend of mine, um, Doug Franklin and uh, another friend of mine, Darren Sessoms, they, they've been on like Griselda, like mm. And uh, I've been like, I had to go back and listen to like their old stuff because I wasn't familiar. So I had to put that on my uh, playlist. So I've been banging that heavy. But, um, but I also listen to like 80s, 70s, R&B. I listen to some classical. I listen to some 
I even listen to some rock and roll. I listen to everything really because I'm a musician, but um, but I, I listen to some of the new stuff too. Like I, I don't knock some of the new stuff. I'm not necessarily mad at it. It's not necessarily my cup of tea per se, but I mean, I at least listen to it once just to get a feel for what's out there. Yeah, I, I tried with the new stuff. Like my thing is if your name got a young or a little in front of it, <laughs> <laughs> we not, I'm too grown, yo. No, listen, listen. I'm. I, I'll put you on though. But I, I actually mess with little baby, and baby. Okay. And the baby. Yeah. So, so help me understand. So, you may not necessarily. You may not necessarily like, uh, the vibe or what they're talking about. But like, if you really, really, really pay attention to what they're saying, they're actually saying something. Like yeah. it may not necessarily be in a language that we would that we would vibe with, but like, if you really bust it down and listen to it, like a lot of that stuff I actually like. Yeah, I just got tired of the whole, like coming for you, gotta find mine, <laughs> just like that. So, so so you got Lil Baby, you got The Baby, and you got Baby, right? So Baby, Baby from Cash. <laughs> Cash Bunny. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but I mean, but I listen to some of the new stuff, but I mean, but I'm still stuck on like, you know, 90s, um, even like some 2000s. Um, but I listen to a lot of Ross, though. I listen to a lot of uh, Rick Ross. I listen yeah. to um, obviously anything Hove put out. Right. I listen to, um, you know, man, a variety of stuff. But really, I mean, there's like core music that I listen to. And then there's stuff that I'll experiment with. Right. And there's stuff that may not make the playlist that I will like. I will play. But then after a while, I kind of like if I can't listen to a full album or if I can't listen to an album more than once, I can't do it. Yeah. Like I played the last Ross album for probably I'd say maybe like six months straight. Wow. Like straight. I heard, um, I heard Port of Miami is a classic. Like it is. Like hands down, like in touching Port of Miami. It is. So listen, right. So I think people had it misconstrued because you know, when you think of Miami music, you think of bass, you think of booty music, you think of no dance music, right? Well, like eight ball, MGJ, MJG. But but you think about like a person like Ross, he's actually penned like songs for like some up north rappers and, and down south rappers. And he's been he's been doing that for a while. So I feel like he can pretty much like play with in in in, in the in the arena with just about anybody. I mean, I listen to Kendrick, I listen yeah. to obviously Cole, I listen to J Rock, I listen to Dave East. Um, I listen to, gosh, a wide variety of stuff. So, um, I mean, I got my title subscription. So, basically, everything's at my oh, So, yeah. Yo, them, them music subscriptions have been the greatest thing ever created, yo. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if it's good for the artists. But, you know, not necessarily, I guess, I don't want to call it a letdown. Yeah. Uh, but I think the anticipation was so high for Jay Electronica's album that uh, when it did drop, I kind of felt like, uh, you know, this is this is probably something um, something I could I could have really enjoyed back in 2013, 14, yeah, even, even 15. Yeah. But I feel like the hype around it was so it was it reminded me of um, who's an who's an artist that pump fake a whole lot. Um, Man, a pump faked a lot. You talking about like was was hot with the singles, and then when the album dropped, we were just like, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean you got a few of them, man, right? So, like, Waka Flocka, remember, he was killing it for a minute. His album was a dud. You had um, even Wiz Khalifa. Remember how you had Wiz Khalifa was killing it for a minute, but his album was a dud. At, at least yeah, a lot of those artists are single driven. Like, I don't think that they're looking yeah. at the body of work because a lot of those guys came out during the streaming era. So, yeah, streaming was basically you. If you have one song that gets a billion hits, you yeah. know, I mean? then you can eat. Versus yeah. someone that has like a full body, like back in the day, you had to have like a full body of work, though. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm sure there's plenty. I just can't think of maybe somebody out there might could think of somebody who had a few singles. But I'm with you with the the J Electronica, yo. Like, I mean, man, I remember hearing listening to J Electronica songs in 2016, 2017, bars for days, yo. And then, man. You know, finally, he he was messing with the Rothschild uh, mm -hmm. out there with the billionaire. <laughs> he just didn't want to put out no album. Then he comes out with the album, and then it's heavily featuring Jay-Z. And yeah. Jay-Z's like this ghost on the album because you don't even see it. And heavily featuring Jay-Z. And I'm just like, dude, man, we know you got bars. We know you can rap. But why do you have to wait so long to just... And then, and then drop it surprisingly, like just dropped it and left it, yo. Do you feel like he was lazy as far as like his his, his flows of at least what the expectation was around that? Yeah, for me, I felt like it was kind of lazy. I thought the production was kind of lazy too. Um, something about the beats, I just wasn't feeling. I liked the bars, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, not all of the beats really like hit me. Like I could keep going back. Like I think if he had used like no ID. Right, boy, or one of those dudes, then it would have been that. But I mean, I listen to it. I'm not gonna say like I don't listen to it, but it's right. just I think it would have hit if he had dropped it maybe two years ago. I mean, right. Kendrick, Kendrick done released like three albums. J right. Cole did like four albums. All of them were fire. Yeah, Logic dropped like four albums in between. Now, now Logic is trash to me. Logic is trash, and let me tell you why. All right, go ahead. I'll tell you why. So. I think people get rapping fast conflated with dope. Yeah, I can hear that. Like, I, and I'm not saying that he's not saying anything worth listening to. I just don't feel like he's he's in the space of a Cole or a Kendrick to me. Yeah. So I think Logic's first album was dope. Under dope. pressure. Yeah. I don't think the other albums were dope either. Um, the other albums, I don't like. See, the thing with me, man, it's like. I'm cool with artists switching up their styles mm -hmm. but not too much. Like when they start shifting, stick to what you do well. Like I think that's why Jay and Nas have so much longevity because you don't really see them switching their flow up or their style in their content. Even though they might switch a little bit, it'll still be dope, but they still are pretty consistent across the board. Right. Nas started switching it up when he was doing Nasty to Nas to Escom to Nas to <laughs> he went through that whack phase. <laughs> right. Right. But you know what? I think with those guys, though, I think what, what ultimately works is they're not trying to get new fans. Either you love their stuff or you don't. Right. And I think people are drawn to authenticity. I think when you start trying to come up with a flow that's that's uh, appealing to what's now or trying to keep up with the times as opposed to happen people. Like if you get on a song with Jay, he's not trying to adjust to you. 
Right. You got to adjust to Jay. Right. Right. Yeah. So so for me, I think when people like I don't mind if you come up with a style and I may not necessarily feel it. But at the same time, I respect it because that's your lane and you're not trying to get in anybody else's lane. Right. You got people that come up, come up with something and it works and then you start shifting. Like I'll give you an example of someone that I actually absolutely love. And I think if he sticks to what he does well, yeah, longevity, Wale. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, the crazy thing is he 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 overly criticizes his work and he never feel like he gets his just due. But I'm like, yo, every album he's ever dropped, at least to me, I can bang out the entire album. Yeah, uh, I think Cole called him out on that false prophet song. Yeah. Like, like, yo, man, you got your fans, just just rock with them, yo. Dude, he he's 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 trying to he's trying his best to keep up with the times, but he's already dope. Yeah. He's already nice. Like I don't I don't see the benefit. I don't see the benefit in him trying to adjust to like these new cats at all. Yeah. I don't see the benefit in nobody really trying to adjust because it's not you. You know what I'm saying? It's like be you, be what because obviously you got your foot in the door because people liked what they saw you had in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then like when you get in the door, then you trying to <laughs> you trying to be like uh Lil Pump or you know, all these other dudes out here. It right. just don't match you. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's like you you start wearing like some wide leg suit pants <laughs> and eight button suits. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You're going to be looking, you're going to look crazy. People are like, yo, this is not the dude that I do, man. So I got a question for you and I'll give you mine, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. You know, every time you talk hip hop, you got to get into like the top five all time of who you think is your top five. So mm. I won't ask you what's on your playlist, but I'll ask you just overall, like who is your top five? Like if you wow. had, to, if you had to have a dream team, Who's on your dream team? Oh, man. All right, man. Well, you obviously know Big is going to be there. Right. Jay is going to be there. Uh-huh. Nas is going to be there. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do, do five, and I'm going to do an honorable mention. If that's nah. Cause it's, no, no, no. <laughs> I can't do that because I want you to stick to – because I want you to stick to who, who you like and who you love because it, this is no – this is not about – Creating controversy in it, like I want you to just what you like, and that's it. Everybody right. get a mention. So I give you Big, I give you Jay, I gave you Nas. I'm gonna do Kendrick, and then so I'm thinking about if I'm man, there's some. I feel like I don't want to put Cole there, but I feel like there's somebody that's older than Cole that I would put in there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, man, if I'm looking. For MCs, I mean, all right, I'm gonna throw Cole in there. Okay. I'm gonna throw Cole in there, J. Cole. So that's yeah. your five. So Big J, Nas, Kendrick, and Cole. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a more recent, it's a more recent. And you, you also see, man, well, Kendrick is West Coast, but I know there's other artists. I'm know if you mention, I'm gonna be like, ah, yeah. All right, man. So my approach is more so like I'm into storytelling, like so rappers that are are really good at putting together like stories you can literally follow, you know, from point A to point B, kind of where they're going with their thought process. Or yeah. somebody that makes me go back and listen to that again and be like, what did he just say? Yeah. So 
I'm going to start off old school. And this is not necessarily in any particular order, but these are my top five. Slick Rick. Number one storyteller I think there has ever been. Slick mm -hmm. Rick. Yeah. I'll say uh, Cool G Rap. Okay. Okay. He, he, I, I would I would switch him out for Kane, but I'll say Cool G Rap. Okay. All right. Uh, big. Oh, and I say Nas. Okay, I like your top five. I like your top five. Let you expand it to ten. Oh man! Well, if you expand it to ten, then um, yo, most death man. Okay. If you know my storytellers, most death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the sickest. Um, Rakim. There would be no Nas if there yeah. wasn't no Rakim. Yeah. And then I would have to throw um your dude in there. Um, dad, why is his name slipping my tongue? Jada. Jada's nice now. Jada, Jada is real sick. And then you know, I don't. Fab Fab is nice too, mm -hmm. but Fab kind of like switches back and forth for me and stuff like that. But Fab and Jada Kiss got bars for days, even though their album was a dud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, yo, what happened with that album? Mm -hmm. Fab and Kiss got duds, man. So, all right. So we did. All right. You do your 10 and then I'm going to switch it to groups. Who are your top rap groups? Okay. So I'll throw Rock him in there. Yeah. I'll throw in. I'll throw in Royce to 5'9". Facts. Royce is in there for me. Um. I'll throw in Buster. I like Buster just because he's he he remained consistent. Like he's yeah. never switched up. Like he's he, he remained consistent and he's nice. Right. I'll throw um man. Scarface. True. Somebody somebody mentioned Scarface. I'll put Scarface in there. I'll put I'm gonna throw Ross in there. Okay. Four more. So that's four. That's and four. I'll, I'll throw. Mm. Yeah, these new cats are not on the level yet. Not yet. No, they don't know how to tell stories, yo. They don't. They, the, yeah, they don't know how to put words. And I'll, I'll throw. So this guy is this guy is, is not even like mainstream, but he's but he's released albums and a lot of people don't really know about him. Yeah, um, I'll say Sky Zoo for me. Okay, all right, Sky Zoo is dope. I think we, before we I think we, before we get to groups, I think we should say who's overrated. I think that this will probably make the timeline go crazy because yeah. I, I got a few. Yeah. So before yo, so man, so I believe in so let let's let's save that. But I believe in gender equality, and yo, I've played myself, and I didn't throw no sisters in there. Um, but 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 before you do that though, but they gotta be nice though. They like they gotta be. It can't just be because you want to throw them in it. They gotta be nice. Yo, um, Rhapsody is mm -hmm. sick. Yep, Rhapsody is sick. Um, uh, this other girl. This new girl that's just out there killing it, Lele K forty seven. I hadn't heard her. Oh man, she's an animal, man. Word. 
Yeah, she's sick. She's sick. If I'm gonna go old school, my favorite, my favorite um old school female rapper is MC Light and uh Moni Love. I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah. Moni Love. Yeah, yeah. She had one hit. Moni Love had that one hit. Um, <laughs> but um yeah, I mean Eve, Eve, Eve was holding it down though. Mm. So all right, Eve or Foxy? I say Fox. Okay, yeah, Fox did have those hot bars in the firm. Yeah, I see Fox. So yeah. my my five is I gotta put Kim in there. Okay. Fox. I'll put Rhapsody in there for sure. Um I toy with Lauren. I don't know if I really consider Lauren a rapper though. Lauren was in a class of herself, man. Like she she can rap, she can sing. Well, I don't feel like I have enough material from her to really judge her skill set though. I mean, Lost Ones, that's one hot track. She had a few bars on her Miseducation mm -hmm. of Lauren Hill album. Somebody said Jean Grey. I almost Ooh. forgot about Jean Grey. I will throw Jean Grey in there. Yeah, that's a real hip hop head. Who said I'll, Jean Grey? That's that's my that's the guy that told, put, put me on the Griselda. You <laughs> <laughs> put me on the Griselda. Yeah. I, will, I will say that. Um, uh, Man, yo, they hitting us with they hitting us with so I, many. Yeah, I, I see, I see him. Um, I'll say I rock rough and tough. I'll say rage. You but thought rage? rage didn't have a lot of material though. She did. All she had was rough and tough, and I was I was never feeling that bar when she was like, really? "I hit you with the hard you can." Like I was like, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they were animated back then, though. They but you animated. know what? Also, too, you got to remember, like, New Yorkers, we were real biased against anybody else rapping. Because right, right. I'm, sure, I'm sure if we have this conversation with um some other cats, they're going to throw in Mia X. Mia X was dope, though. They're going to throw in, um who else was killing it in the South around that time? Somebody yeah. might throw in Trina. Trina was definitely, Trina's definitely dope. Yeah, they might throw in, um... What was that? What was that group? Nup, if you oh Bahamadia, that somebody. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bahamadia. Yeah, sure. And you remember um, what was that track? Nup, if you buck. Nup, if oh, you. Nah, they're trash. No, no, no. We're not even. No. <laughs> I want to let you. I'm that not even going to finish that phrase. She, they're trash. Nah, <laughs> that joint made it to New York, yo. Cats uh, nup, if you buck. <laughs> but they're trash. Nah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yo. Um. You know, I was I'm I was never a Nicki Minaj fan. I wasn't a fan per se, but I I still feel like you can't you can't deny her abilities though. Like you may not necessarily like her songs, but you you gotta you gotta give props to her abilities though, because she's held her weight with. Uh, I think what solidified her for me was Monster. Yeah, yeah, she killed she killed Monster. I and think she killed everybody on that track. Yeah, because she was the last one and the Roman Polanski track. But you know what? I guess, man, personally, I wasn't feeling Nikki because she there would be no Nikki without Lil' Kim. But is it about paying homage or is it about pure skills, though? Like, I think I get conflicted with, like, people saying you got to pay homage in order to be like, I don't need the torch past me. If I'm nice, I'm taking that torch. Yeah. Would you allow me in the arena or not. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. So, I mean, for me, man, it was just that I just didn't like. So, I didn't really like her songs, to be honest. Like, <laughs> okay, the truth. 
I didn't like her songs. And that and so this is it. I didn't really like her songs. And then on top of that, I didn't like the fact that she didn't even have to pay homage to Lil Kim. Mm-hmm. She could have just been like, yo, respect to to the OGs. But I think she did, did that before. But I think she did that. And you think Kim came after her? Or, or you know, I, mean, I think I, I feel. I mean, I don't know the inner politics about all that. Quite frankly, mm, I don't think yeah. that deeply of it. But I, I just think like people got too caught up in the whole "you got to pay homage" thing, so they kind of, you know, blackballed her. Yeah, but then that I would actually put on that list that I didn't think of. She, I don't. Did she ever drop? She dropped the mixtape. I don't know if she dropped the album ever, but she was nice. Lola Monroe. And yeah. in Detroit, I believe. Yeah, somebody just said Cash Doll. I think she's from Detroit or somewhere up north. Or Chicago. Yeah. She's nice. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought this was funny. Somebody artist said Rod Digger. <laughs> Uncle Rod Digger ever release an album? Rod Digger? Did she ever release an album? She had to because she was on flip mode. She had to yeah, release an she was album. On the flip mode album, but I remember her, her having like an album though. But she was nice though. She was nice. She had yeah. bars. Yeah, 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 she was nice. Yeah. All right. Let's get to these overrated. I want to get to these these overrated so I can so I can see the hate emojis coming up. All right, man. So go go with your overrated. You don't want to do groups, or you want to go overrated now? We can do groups afterwards. We can do groups, but let's all do right. overrated. So my all right, go. number one Who, overrated of all time because no one still can quote me a quotable, yeah. like something that just makes you go, "Man, that was dope." Yeah. I think Pac was trash. Oh, dun dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> I think he was. He was. I, I liked his songs. I'm not saying I didn't like his songs, but I'm not putting them up there as far as like bars or spitters. Yeah, yeah, mm. I agree. I agree. I don't think he was a bar spitter um, type of rapper. I think he was a content rapper. Um, he yeah. had some. Yeah, he had some conscious songs that were yeah. like. Um, really dope in content that will always be classics. Like for me, changes. Mm-hmm. That's always gonna be like a classic for me. Um, Brenda's got a baby. Yeah, your head up. But I agree with you. Like, you know, I think what I think what sold Tupac was his his raw personality. Yeah, the sensationalization of of all of that. Like, look, I liked every album he has ever released. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not saying that he's trash in the sense of. Like I wouldn't listen to his music, but as far as like putting him in the same conversation as some of the greats that I talked about, for me personally, I think he's overrated. And I'll give you another one that I think's overrated, and he <laughs> falls into the category of logic to me, and not because he's a white rapper, but in terms of whether I think his his bars are anything that blows my mind, I say M. M is mm. he's cool to me, but he's not he's not nice to me. I think mm-hmm. Voice Five Nine is better than M. Yeah, you tired of hearing Eminem talk about killing his mother, girlfriend, and how many people you gonna put in that trunk, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it, man. I get it. I mean, I think like the only Eminem album I've listened to was his first one. Um, now I'm not gonna front. I listen to all his music because I'm always because of the hype around him. I've always wanted to like, okay, let me hear, let me hear more from. From from him to see if he convinces me otherwise, and then every time he releases something, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just always felt like uh, 
Royce was the nicest out that group to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're just looking at lyricism, like, and just like content. Right. I think some people look at it from the standpoint of impact, right? I think right. When you talk about impact. I would say Pac is probably number one. Right. Impact. Right. When you talk about like lyrics, like you can like go toe to toe with whoever, like for me, like purist hip hop, that's yeah. how I look at it. I'm not looking at it from the lens of, yeah, now did this album sell a hundred yeah. million or not? Like I'm not looking at it like that. Yeah. Now the thing with M though, you don't want to battle M because M will M M will rapping fast. He ain't singing nothing. I know some battle rappers that will eat him alive. Yeah, if he was to go into the um into the the real battle rap battle rap. Joe Budden and I think Joe Budden's nice and he got torn apart. Yeah, he, he sure got torn did. apart. He sure did. Right. Yeah, I'm on the fence with M. Um, I'm not like the kind to like go and I guess, man, I guess um I have to probably say I'm agreeing with you. I don't go and buy Eminem albums or listen to Eminem. Like if I'm running out the house and I gotta save a few albums, or you know, or like I'm running out of space on my phone or something, Eminem's not gonna be one of them albums where I'm gonna be like, I'm saving. Yo, I actually probably would revise the the nice list and pro I see somebody mentioned somebody that I should have probably considered in my top 10. West Ooh. I would before, say all right before you go I will give props to this statement by Ryan Sharp Eminem was a beast on Renegade but that was early Eminem right yeah that was early that was new Eminem right but like how many other songs you I mean yes he was rapping fast on everything and rapping fast to me is not necessarily impressive because if you talk about rapping fast, you got to throw bone, bone, twist harmony. You got to throw twist in there too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So to me, that's not really. I don't yeah. know. That's not really uh, impressive to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. What were you say? You said something. And I cut you off, man. Over. You said an overrated rapper or a top rapper? Oh, I was gonna say Cube. You got to throw Cube in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, America's most wanted. To me, every album Cube has ever released to me has always been like above above the rest to me. Yeah, today was a good day. Um, one of my favorite tracks by him. And then check yourself before you wreck yourself. Man, mm -hmm. I, I still tell people that when they try to roll up on me, be like, yo, check yourself before you wreck yourself, fam. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so groups. Group? I, got, I got a few. All right. So um, all right, we could go, we could go toe to toe. So all right. Um, EPMD. Okay, I can see that. I'll say MOP. Mmm. Outcast. All right, so uh, y'all may not like me after this, right? <laughs> oh, you, you're not going to throw Outcast? No, 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 I love Outcast. <laughs> I, I like them as individuals better. Like, I like okay. Roy on his own better, and I like Andre on his own better. Don't get me wrong, I think that their albums together are dope. Yeah. I like, I like, uh, I like them. I like them separately. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Um. What was that speaker box album? That mm -hmm. was a dope album because they both did their individual albums. I think their first album um was pretty dope because yeah. Andre wasn't really on that. He didn't float to that weird tip yet. He was still like right. You know, similar to um. Yo, Aaron, my boy Aaron is like throwing all the ones I want to throw out there. So the next one I was gonna say is Tribe for sure. Oh, of course. You, you, tribe is always there. Yeah. Um, somebody threw out Black Star. Black Star is dope. Yeah. 
I want that Black Star Reunion album. But I'm going to tell you who gave me that feeling, though. And I'm from the South, so I got to put these guys in there. UGK, for sure. Okay. we New York didn't get introduced to UGK till Jay-Z did Big Pimpin'. And, but they've been around long before that. Like, long, yeah. long, long, long before that. What's that song, Riding Wood Grain? Oh, man. Man, they got one track that's, um yeah, I forgot what it's called, Riding on Wood Grain, something like that. Big Wheels, something like that. But UGK, Bun B is still one of my favorite um favorite people in hip-hop overall. I just think yeah. Bun is just a dope dude, man. Yeah. I got another one. Mm-hmm. Eight Ball and MJG. Yeah, man, I'm from New York, man. I know that was Bad Boy South. <laughs> it ain't get past the Mason-Dixon line. Oh, <laughs> <word>. <laughs> it, was, uh, it didn't make it up there. But okay. Cassie always tell me, yo, um, 8-Ball and MGG. Yo, I got my boy Jeremiah Loveday, man. He throwing out all them old school East, East reference. He yo. got um, Boot Camp Flick, Das Effects. Did he say hieroglyphics? <laughs> oh, yo. You know what? Hieroglyphics. I'm going to give a shout out to Hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics was, they had one album and they were like graffiti artists. Mm. I think their album was something about the underground. Ryan Sharp, help me out. But they had, they had one hot track. Hieroglyphics is equivalent to, um, you know, that group that did, this is how we chill from 93 till this is how they had one hit. They were dope. And then we ain't seen from them again. Right, right. I don't, know, I don't know where hieroglyphics is at right now. They are working at Walmart or something. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, oh, boot Camp Click. Yeah. But then Boot Camp Click had Smith & Wesson, Sean P. OJ. Um, yeah, all those guys. Yeah. that They were, some, they were like Wu-Tang before Wu-Tang. Right. But you got to throw Wu-Tang in the conversation, too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang is nuts. Yeah. Uh, somebody. Somebody said Onyx, yo. Remember Onyx? Yeah, I used to like Onyx back in the day. Yeah, Violet. Yeah. <laughs> I like somebody said De La Soul for sure. De La Soul. Oh, yeah. Props to, props to the whole native tongue movement, man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you got to throw locks in there for sure. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, locks, and we could probably leave out uh, Sheik Looch. Really? I Looch, though. I never was really feeling Sheik Looch. I felt like he was always the weakest link. I mean, yeah, if you compare him to Jaden Styles for sure, but I mean, he's still nice though. Yeah, he's still nice. I thought Jay, I thought Jada was right in his bars, or Styles was right in his bars. <laughs> yeah. Nah, okay. Uh somebody else says far side. Okay. Honorable salt, mention. Salt, salt and pepper. Okay. The Fush sisters. Fushnickens. Yeah. Fushnick, that was one of the original fast rappers right there. Fushnickens, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you got to put Mob Deep in there. You got shook ones. You're not a crook, son. Yo, nobody said naughty by nature. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> they had that one song, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Hip hop, oh, hey. Whoa, somebody put uh, Third Eye Vision. I don't know Third Eye Vision. Is that, is that eight ball MJ? Who? Whose album is that, Doug? You got to put me on. Uh, oh, okay. All right. So somebody threw something out there, and this is what I'm going to the next topic. Mm -hmm. Most slept on rappers or underrated rappers. And I would say an underrated rapper 
in my opinion, that needs to be honored, that needs to be mentioned more in conversations is Redman. For sure. Redman was a monster. Yo, me and my brother, right? So again, imagine being in Miami and being yeah. only two cats with the backpacks on, with the pick in the hair, with the with the with the whiteout graffiti on the backpacks. Yeah. Wu Tang listening to red and meth and, and all that stuff. Yo, Red Man was always like to me up there. Somebody yeah. else I would say Sean P. Yeah, Sean P of Helter Skelter. That's right. Sean P was there. But you know, man, going back to Red Man, Eminem stole his whole style, yo. How you feel? The whole different characters. Eminem will say Redman is his favorite rapper. Eminem, Redman is the best rapper that he's heard. The whole different characters and styles and stuff. But yeah, Sean P was absolutely um, underrated. I think Jada Kiss is under, underrated. I think Fab is underrated. Me too. I think Fab is underrated. Yeah. Somebody, somebody put on um, Bone Thugs, one of the one of the rap groups. Yeah. I I mean I rock with it. <laughs> You're not the bone. Bone, 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 Wake up, wake up, pick up is the more heavy down south. Yo, impact though, impact. I can't front on them though. Yeah, 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 for sure. And 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 they and they came through on that. It's bone and biggie, biggie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they came through. All right, Shayla, I'll rock with you. Bone thugs. <laughs> Uh, somebody said Cool G rap was underrated. I don't think he's underrated. I thought he, because a lot of rappers will tell you like they got their style from like Cool G. Yeah. Rap. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's respected. I think maybe we just don't talk about him as much as we should. But yeah. yo, man, you um, Ill Street Blues G rap was G rap is that dude. Nas will tell you he's that dude. Jay mm-hmm. will tell you he's that dude. Yeah. Um, anybody who knows about hip hop knows G rap is that dude. You know who else is is un- underrated? And this they're from the the West Coast. Ras Cass, yes, because Ras Cass had like an East Coast flow. That's why I'm right. Oh, <laughs> so you biased? Okay, yeah. yo, you know, yo. Li- all right, so oh, let me, let me hit you with this. All right, go ahead, because I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with something that's gonna get um, that's probably gonna make people mad, but I think they're gonna agree with me. <laughs> I want to revise my list. I, I totally forgot, and this is my apologies. Black Thought got to be in the top 10. Yeah, somebody had threw up Black Thought, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and in groups, the roots have to be in there, too. For sure, yeah. First hip-hop group to use a live band, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the roots. Yo, let me tell you one song that I hated so much, yo. Mm-hmm. Regulators, Warren G. What? I you went down with the regulators. Damn, I hated that song, yo. I used to be like, yo, what, what thug is gonna rap? They took my watch, oh, listen, they took man. my roll next. I looked at them and said, damn, what's hey, next? If you're on the West Coast, anybody <laughs> can get robbed. Trust me. It don't matter. You could be the th- the hey, listen, it doesn't matter who you are, you can't get touched. Yo, yo, I used to hate that song. And they were playing that joint in New York over and over. This is when like the bad boy, the bad boy um death row beef didn't really start, but it was like it was stirring up. Yeah. When all that West Coast hip hop was coming to New York. Yo, um uh just jumping off real quick and going back, honorable mention NWA as one of yeah. the most iconic rap groups. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, but going back to man, I hated regulators, yo. I could not stand that song. Nah, I liked it. I like that song. That song was a classic to me. I like that. I could um, oh flip mode. I was mm. yeah, yeah, flip mode squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like rampage. Yeah, like, rampage for me. Yeah, yo, you know, you brought up rampage, right? Man, have you ever noticed like when it comes to these rap groups? There's always somebody dope that's in the crew, but that person doesn't blow up. Yeah, man. So you know, man, when 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 Nas's first album came out, Illmatic, mm-hmm. I thought A Z was gonna be like Yo, but A Z to me, man, even right now, dude, I can go back and listen to his albums right now. Right, but he didn't blow up like like Nas did because A Z is A Z and that's a that's an overlooked, underrated rapper right there. Right. Um, Sugar Hill was a crazy song, yo. Like his bars, I can play that right now. Yeah. So you look at like these rappers, like they're 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 sidekicks because Rampage had bars, mm-hmm. but they just didn't blow up. Like I never understood that. Yeah. I got a question for you. Who was the nicest Wu Tang member? Inspector Deck. What? Yeah. Inspector Deck for me. Why? Because he was talking about the science. No, <laughs> I just thought, man, his bars were nice. I ain't like Jizza. I mean, Jizza was nice. Okay. I thought Rizza was whack. I thought Rizza just need just need. Rizza was trash. He knew it too. Method Man would have been it, but I wasn't feeling Method Man's albums. Mm. Tao wasn't really like a a dope album. Yeah. Now, the most iconic, the ones that I remember the most, is gonna be Ray and Ghost. Ghost is the nicest to me. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost, and then I say Ghost and Raekwon probably neck and neck to me. Yeah, neck I, neck neck. I like I like all their albums. I tell you who was the wackest in there. You got oh, you got trash, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Ghost Ghost does as far as longevity. Ghost has the most bars, yo. Yeah, man. I just never got into meth. Like he just, I couldn't take him seriously. Yeah, he the was, only song I liked from him was um, the one with with Mary J. Yeah, and that was like a radio hit. Um, right. Yeah, because Red Man outshines Meth on all of those Blackout albums. The one. Yeah, Meth wasn't really about a Red Man's playing. He's not even serious. Right. <laughs> He's not even like really going hard like he like he can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody yeah. Said like I think they owe you God money to bring him along. Like I don't yeah. know how yeah. he cut the beyond. Or you God financed them or something. That's why I need to watch that Wu Tang series on Hulu because I'm still trying to figure out how did he get in that group, yo. You know who I liked but was trash from Wu Tang? Well, he wasn't really officially Wu Tang. He was more with Ghost Capadonna. He was trash, and his and his songs made no sense. Capadonna and Master Ace. I don't know where those, <laughs> I don't know where them two dudes came from. I think they wasn't on the original. Yeah, but Capadonna was trash. Yeah, I wasn't feeling Capadonna. But yo, um, the Wu will tell you, man, in freestyle battles that Cap would eat them, yo. Yeah, but he's but if you go back and you listen to him, he wasn't saying a whole lot at all. Yeah, I wasn't. I listened to his first album. And I went back and I was like, all right, I must have really been like in the in the Wu-Tang sauce to really like this. Because when I listen to what he's saying, they're yeah. not full sentences. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like the what's the album? The Daytona Five Daytona Five Hundred album. Mm. Um, Capadonna was heavily featured on that. I was hoping it would just because you remember purple. The purple tape came out only built for Cuban links. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. Yes, thank you, Perry. Not Master Ace, Master Killer. Master yeah. Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so there was the purple tape, and then that was just Ray and Ghost. Mm -hmm. Then I thought the Ghostface album was just gonna be Ghost and Ray, and then this other dude Capadonna's in it. And I'm like, I think that was a good way of introducing new faces, but it didn't work on Capadonna because he was trash. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't feeling him. I wasn't feeling him. But I used to love Inspector Deck, yo. Inspector Deck, I liked him, but I I feel like he he was always like speaking above our heads, man. Like, yeah, too long. Like, I'm not saying like I don't like. Uh, I don't like deep rap, like where you really go in and you talk about stuff for real. But I feel like we'll go back 20 years from now and listen to Inspector Deck and be like, oh, okay, that's what he meant. Yeah. Like it yeah. was beyond someone rapping in double and triple entendres. He was talking about stuff that you just can't relate to. He's yeah. on the moon and yeah. we're, still, <laughs> we're still on the block. Yo, you sound like um, you're talking about. That's how I feel about Lupe Fiasco. I'd be like, bruh, actually like Lupe Fiasco. I love Lupe, but Lupe be losing me, yo. I'd be like, I don't know about the dragon of Jangar and all this. Is, other he, stuff. is he one of the? Is he one of the flat world guys? <laughs> <laughs> you want to think the Earth is flat? He probably do, yo, because you know he he's not gonna go along with mainstream thought. Like I love Lupe, but. Man, Luke, Luke be losing me sometimes. I guess maybe I'm just not smart enough. But yo, man, somebody trying to switch up the topic before we have to jet, man. And they um they want to know what are our what's your best pair of Jordans, number only. You mean the number or like which one out of that number? I'm taking the question to mean um, what's your favorite Jordans, but just only give the number. So what series? Did you like the ones, the two? Oh, easily the ones. Right. Yeah, I have more ones than anything. Right. Yeah, same here for me for ones. The twos, they can just forget about the twos. Like, don't even make them no more. I do not like the twos. What do you feel is the most overrated popular Jordan? Mm. Like, number series or even one specifically? So, for the 11s, they need to stop making too many colors of those, I think. Word. I'm I'm tired of the very like stick to the classics. Stick to the Carolina, the black and red, and the um and the Concords. The other colors are nah. But yeah, yeah. But for me, it's definitely ones. But if there's a if there's a so for me, out of from one to thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. If you can get rid of a series, it is number two. Just blow it up. Don't even make it. I don't even own that. I don't even know what that looked like, to be honest. I don't know. I think oh. those are like the I think Shaq got an endorsement deal with Jordan, and that's probably why they dropped them, but they're trash. Yeah. Artist said he liked the one thirteens. The thirteens were cool. For me, it'll be the ones and the fours. I like the fours. Really? I used to like the threes. Yeah, I used to like the threes, but um nah, yeah. the threes, i think the threes go hard the ones definitely number one the threes um i'd say the uh i like the sixes and the sevens yeah sixes are nice mm -hmm. um the eights can go i'm not really feeling the eights 
I own a lot of fives, but I don't wear them as much because they feel bulky to me. They remind me, they're kind of like the eights to me. They're heavy. Yeah. Well, that's how the threes are to me, man. They're like bulky. Really? Yeah. I just feel like me and the threes don't get along for some reason. Even though I love them aesthetically, that elephant print is dope. Right. It's me and the threes. And I got a few pairs, but the fours, I feel like those just fall on me better. So, so now that we're on sneakers, so what would you say? Hmm. is your holy grail of holy grail sneaker. Uh, like, like like the one that you've been after and you, you, you got, like, what's that one? It was the recently, um, for me, are the Union Air Jordan 1s. You, you got them nearby? I can go get them if y'all give me a few minutes. I can go yeah, grab yeah. Go, 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 go. All right, keep them entertained. I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to put it on you. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Who we got on here? We got... got Roland. We got Aaron. We got Doug. George, what's goody? What we got? We got my boy Cliff out of Detroit. Who else we got? Man, y'all were going in on me about this pot comment. Got Mark. Congratulations, Mark. Who else we got? Got a few people now. On Jamie's side, we got Jeremiah, we got Perry, we got Rochelle. Artists. All right, I'm back. You got him? I got him. Ooh. I had that rapper going. <laughs> so these right here, man, I just I just love these so much, man. These are like my grails right here. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even I only probably wore them like twice, and I just try to keep them on ice as possible, but as an honorable mention, mm -hmm. the ones that I wish I could wear all the time, I love these, yo. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I love these so much. I love the leather. I just like how they feel. Like I can the leather on those are better quality than what they've dropped recently. Yeah, like these are just so soft and so nice. And I just like the colorway, the laces. <laughs> so those are my grills. The Travis Scott's. Mm -hmm. um, those are those are honorable mention too, but I just like these unions, like the yellow laces, the coloring, the stitching, um, the detail, and just all of that. It's just I got it on in the picture, as you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's your grill, fam? So crazy, crazy enough, my grills aren't even Jordans. Whoa. Whoa. What? Yeah, they're not even Jordans. Blasphemy. <laughs> if, you, if you see them, you'll probably think they're Jordans, but they're not Jordans. And I'll do an honorable mention as well. And the honorable mention isn't Jordan either. Yo, let's do the sneaker Sabbath. I'm down with that. So, <laughs> Rochelle said, hold up my favorite again. <laughs> she said, what? <laughs> they said, hold up my favorite again. They probably taking pictures. You're going to come get me. <laughs> Yo, don't drop your Addy. <laughs> She's probably trying to see if they authentic. 
Oh. She's legit checking you. She legit checking me. <laughs> All right. So my grills are these. These are ooh, pair of gods. These are not Jordans. See, that's a holy sneaker right there. Fair of God. Holy, holy sneaker. <laughs> yeah, I like these because they, they give me the ones feel, but you're not just gonna find these on the market. Yeah. These are these are pretty hard to find. Yeah. And uh and I actually came across these like on a fluke because I was looking for some ones, the Chicago's, and I found these instead. Hmm. Those are hot, man. They look like Chicago's. They look like ones. Yeah. I've been wanting to get like a Fear of God collaboration. I know mm -hmm. they just dropped one with the um, Converse. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, they were all right. Yeah. Those but the, uh, the Nike ones, too. Mm -hmm. I want to get that as well. well you know, uh, I know which ones you're talking about. You're talking about these. And these were my, my honorable mentions. These are... The Fear of God Nike collabo. Yeah, I wish I had like sound effects so I could just play. <laughs> Yo, the packaging is the packaging is crazy. Yo, it has a tote bag. Yo, you need to start doing some unboxings. <laughs> Artist said, "Yo, those some Florida shoes." Florida shoes. <laughs> Yo, look at look at the packaging of this, bro. This is crazy. Is that foil? Foil. Like cereal. Yo, that'd be nuts if you had to cook it, bake it. <laughs> so these. Yeah. Those are, are tough. Real fair gods. And they and the bottom is still icy. Oh yeah. Unworn. It won't be for a while. Yo, put those in the glass case, yo. Yeah, I, I need a glass case, but yo, but yeah, but this is my honorable mention. Nice. I love these. Shoes. I hadn't tried. What's crazy? I hadn't even tried them on, so I don't even know how comfortable they are. But aesthetically, they're probably one of the nicer pair of sneakers that I own. Yo, they're beautiful. Yo, you know what I'm thinking for the next uh, talk that talk? Mm -hmm. We need to talk about have sneakers become the new dress shoes. I think they should. Mm. Why they? I don't see why they couldn't. What's crazy is I'm in a corporate setting, but I wear a lot of sneakers. I don't wear anything exclusive because they probably won't know what the hell I'm wearing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I wear a lot of sneakers. Yeah. But it's the new stock, yo. It's the new stock. I'm so, yo, fam, we've been chopping it up for an hour, man. Two dope dudes. Uh, I think we even hit at 50 views at one time, and that's just on my page. Um, right. I don't know about what you had on your page, so it seems like the folk are interested in us. Hearing us talk, we're gonna have some um, invited guests every now and then. When I said Pac was trash, I know, man. They, they still, they still not feeling you, fan. They still saying you blasphemous right now. Oh, good, man. I feel like, I feel like, you know what? <laughs> because, uh, because of your love for Tupac, because of your disdain for Tupac, <laughs> I think I might just take us out. Um, if my internet would work a little bit, right here. <laughs> What's your favorite Tupac song, <laughs> McDonald? Uh, the one from Above the Rim. Um, what's the song? The uh, what's it called? The one from the Above the Rim soundtrack. Anybody know it? There you go. And that's and this is exactly why McDonald said Tupac was black because nobody knows the song. Is that Jordan, that Jordan's reminding everyone. <laughs>
And so, and so I, I found a Tupac song that I think everybody will like. And I'm going to take you out with this. Oh, that's actually the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the joint with SWV. Anything. Come on. Oh, man, I don't even know that song. What? Oh, it's fire. Tupac anything? Dude. Listen, man, hold up. Hold up. Let me see if it'll let me play. Let me go to title. Okay, he said the, the above rim song is Hide If You Hear Me. Is it called Hide If You Hear Me? No, not that one. That's probably another song, but the one that I'm talking about is the one with Esther. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, 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 it's that one. Only song I know is Changes. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth this should I blast myself? Mm. <laughs> that's not memorable at all. I'm sorry to say that, Jordan. I know that's, I know that's your guy. Yo, yo, all right, man. We could we could continue this debate on the next two dude. Jordan, you are welcome to chop in this conversation anytime you want. And then um we're gonna hit it. But yo, to my people out there, uh hit us with some topics, which I want us to talk about, which I want us to um, you know, to hit on. We talk about anything from social justice to fashion to sneakers to politics, all of that. You know, just two dope dudes and a, and a featured guest or whatever. But um, thanks for thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for thanks for spending your Saturday night with us. Ain't like you got nothing else to do anyway. Stay inside. Stay inside. Don't go nowhere, man. That's right, man. Stay inside. Wash your hands. Don't touch nobody, yo. Like, <laughs> put your hands in your pockets. <laughs> That's gonna be the tagline. Don't touch nobody. Keep your hands to yourself. Right. Two dope dudes say, "Don't touch nobody." Word. All right, Joe. Deuces. All right.